Welcome to the Thinking About Podcast, your digital equivalent to late night chats with good friends that keep you thinking. I'm Kirsty, and together we'll join interesting people for deep, meaningful conversations that will help elevate our lives, leave us with actionable outcomes, and keep us thinking for days to come. Hello, and welcome back to the Thinking About Podcast. I am Kirsty McNabney, your host. I'm really excited to be sitting down for a solo episode. It's something that, if I'm being honest, was a big part of my initial plan of my podcast and then brought me so much anxiety when the time actually came to be doing it. And it's so funny because I was just talking on a podcast recording with Danielle Robay, which you'll hear in a little bit, about the impact of solo episodes and like giving space for your community to understand who you are and what you're about. And I think that it's really intimidating because I started a podcast to be able to tell these amazing stories about the people that were around me or that I thought were important that I could possibly get to talk to me. All of those things are amazing, but I think that we also each have a story to tell and I see stories in everyone that I know and how they can share them and bring them to life and like make an impact in someone else's life, but then in the same breath, it's really hard to find your own story. And I was actually listening to a podcast this morning, uh, Mimi Bouchard's podcast with Scout Sobel on it, obviously fangirl extraordinaire, me. (laughs) And Scout was talking about the fact that everyone has a story to tell, but you have to keep niching down on what it is. And having a podcast is a really great way to explore that story and find out more about who you are. And I think that there's lessons to be learned from the stories that we hear on podcasts. And to me, podcasts are such an impressive thing to listen to and content to consume because you get to hear the stories of people and then you can continue thinking about the impact that they have on your life. And that's really why I wanted to start this whole process of having solo episodes where we can go through what we kind of talked about and really have that impact, what that means. Like a conversation that you have with your friends when you're sitting down and you chat and you laugh your face off and you're just so happy and you feel so full after the the moment that you're spending time with them. And then when you leave, you actually keep thinking about the things that were brought up. Nothing makes me more excited than attending an event or being with friends or having a conversation and then coming home and being telling Mark all about all of the things that we talked about and then the impact that it had on how I look out into the world. And I think that that's a really special gift that people give each other through conversations. And then now we have the ability to open up conversations in audio format. Well, interviews have been happening forever, but I think with podcasts, the ones that I find myself attracted to, we're opening up conversations that we would have in those small spaces and and we're letting other people listen in to the stories that can make impacts on our own lives. And I think that that's, that's like, one of the most special things in the world. So after some brief recollection of my thoughts, (laughs) a very busy summer, I'm getting back into the solo trajectory. It's still going to be sprinkled in under the amazing stories that we hear, but it is something that I'm bringing myself back to. I've been feeling very much a pull in August of like the September new new year, new me vibes. And I know that that's very much a January thing, but I do think that going to school for such a long period of my time, my life, and then working out of school like September always just brings this like new energy into what I'm experiencing. So 
I'm feeling like there's a lot happening right now. And actually, I'm interviewing someone tomorrow for the podcast that is very much into astrology. So I plan to ask her about this because I feel like there's huge energy right now and there has to be something going on. I just feel like I'm about to turn a corner and I'm super excited for that. So if you're also feeling that way, please let me know because I want to celebrate that for you. And if you're not, that's fine too, because maybe you just turned a corner or maybe you're building yourself up into a corner that you're about to turn (laughs) building yourself up into a corner. We don't want that. But I think that it's just a really great time of the year to think about what's happening, where we can go from here and what's new. So I'm really excited about the future of the podcast. I feel super rejuvenated and just ready to put this out into the world and celebrate all of the journey with you. So thank you for being here. So today I want to talk about community. I'm going to be talking about some things that came up between the conversations with Katrina Bell of the Copper Bell, Steph Sullivan of the Steph Sullivan Collective, my girl Kirsty Price, Thirsty Kirsty 10, and of course Jenny J, who was on last week's episode. And something that has stuck with me through all of these conversations is the impact of community. And I think that in adulthood specifically, it's really hard to stay connected and find communities and be in spaces where you just feel at home and safe and comfortable. So we have those conversations with our friends, we have our relationships, we have whatever is going on in our life that we've had for a long time. But there's also like different kinds of communities that can fuel different fires. Honestly, to me, I think it's one of the most important things that you can have in your life. I think that I often forget that when I get overwhelmed because because I just get so wrapped up in like, what am I doing and inner voice things and whatever. But then once you have a moment of relief or rest or whatever, you can come back to the impact that people have on your life and, and the different ways that they can really impact you. And that comes from different communities. So let's get into what I learned about communities from our recent episodes. First and foremost, communities make us feel less alone. Very obvious, right? (laughs) Like, hello, Kirsty, we get it. But I think that something that really stood out to me about this being such a big thing is that it came from Steph. And to give you some background context, I met Steph because I randomly DM'd her because I liked her prescription self-care project that she was creating. And she was looking for an event person. And I was like, I do events. I can help you with that. And then after that event, which was terrifying for me to go into because I didn't know anyone. And I was like, oh my God, why did I do this? Because it's a stranger. <laughs> like, what was I thinking? We became friends. And she invited me to other events with other friends and other communities that resonated with who I was as a person. And that always stood out to me so much because she had such a great way of pulling people together. And that's something that has resonated through the years that I've known her. I think when we first did that, it was a fitness community in the city and I got to know a lot of really nice people and it was like welcoming and fun. And then she moved into human design and she started this human design program that I took. And it was again, like very thoughtful people who were willing to share space with others and tell people their stories. And I just think that that's everything to me. So when Steph said in the interview that she created spaces to feel less alone, 
it was so shocking to me because she's so surrounded by so many people that are like-minded and excited about things that they're working on and they just fit so well together that it's so overwhelming that that's not something that she necessarily would be doing because she's lonely in the spaces that she's in. There's these wonderful people that create spaces, but it's also because they need spaces themselves. And so if you feel like you're alone and you need people to relate to, like you can create those communities too. I've seen people do it on TikTok. People that I follow that literally blew up because they posted crying videos because they were in Toronto and didn't have any friends. And now they have this amazing life because people related to that, because people relate to things that you don't necessarily always share with others. And I think you have to be in a space like Jenny talked about in her episode where you're willing to be vulnerable or willing to tell the part of the story that you want to rather than your whole story. But there is something really special about talking to people in a way that makes them feel seen. And I think that creating communities can be a really impactful part of that. It can touch into different parts of you that you may not let everyone see, but it also lets other people find you and feel safe and feel respected and feel available to be talking to you about the things that matter to them and that's really magical to be able to do that so shout out to Seth for being able to always do that for me but also for taking something that she felt that's not as much of a positive feeling like feeling alone and using it to fuel her way into creating communities where other people could feel less alone The next piece is that they let us find space for different parts of us. The things that we love can help us find communities. So this came up when I was thinking about Kirstie's episode. My friend Kirstie Price, she is a nurse full time, but also started a beer blog. And she talked about the impact of having a space where she could get out of her day to day head. She was a trauma nurse. She works up north now. She sees a lot of things that not everyone sees and it can be a lot. I haven't lived it myself, but I can only imagine from what I've heard and just from the healthcare system in general, it can be so much to deal with. And we are multi-passionate people, whether we are in a full-time job, in various creative things, like we all have so many things that make us up. And I think what stood out to me about Kirstie's conversation is she was able to utilize things that she loved to find different communities to fulfill her in other ways. And for her, that was beer. And she shared her love of beer and she created a space where she got to talk about it and she got to make friends and go to events and do all of these wonderful things that really let her enjoy the passion that she had for that, took her out of her day-to-day life of nursing and gave her a space to explore that part of her too. And I think that there's so much beauty in finding spaces where you can be different parts of yourself. Obviously, all of those different parts make up the full you and Actually, almost everyone that we've had on the podcast, I think everyone we've had on the podcast has so many different pieces to themselves. And I'm starting to think that that's just something that everyone has, but they have so many different pieces of themselves that they then get to explore through these amazing things that they're doing. And I think a lot of that comes from the community that you surround yourself with while you're doing them, who allows you to feel safe in that space to be able to continue doing that, whether it's creating an Instagram and talking about your love of beer, or if it's starting a new project and sharing your love of human design for something, or if it's creating a business, which we'll talk about in a second, and then using that community to be able to help you grow. There are so many different ways that we can use our connection with other people to really help us become better humans and become more 
aware of our surroundings and feel appreciated for all of the things that make us special. And so I think community is a big part of that. And sometimes I guess it just takes putting yourself out there. Like Kirstie talked about is like, what's the worst thing that could happen is you can put yourself out there and maybe your people will find you. I was actually talking on an upcoming episode with someone about the impact of podcasts. She said, sometimes it's a slow burn, but it also helps your people find you in ways that you wouldn't necessarily have found them otherwise. And I think it's the same thing for anything else that you put yourself into. If you're showing your full self or the pieces of yourself that you're wanting to show in those spaces, it also lets people be able to show that right back to you. And I think that that's a really impactful piece that I took from that conversation. The third one that came up for me during Jenny's interview, which was the one that came out last week, is our awareness of the community that we're in and how we can make them inclusive. Jenny, as I mentioned on the episode and also pretty much anytime I talk about Jenny, is so good at making safe spaces for people. She has inclusive content workshops where she talks about the ways that we can make people feel more safe in our media. She talked on the podcast episode about the impact that comes from documenting stories in ways that really honor the people that they are about. I think that she has just this innate sense of making people feel safe in their spaces. So I attended her panel yesterday, actually. It was super powerful because not only did she share her own experiences, what she's been thinking about, but she also created a space that was safe enough that other people were able to share what they were feeling. And I think that that is the most powerful and probably hardest part of community is making sure that other people are feeling like they are welcomed and they are able to share their stories and their opportunities and experiences so that they too can get things out of the community. And I think with Jenny, she put so much effort into making sure that her spaces are inclusive for everyone. Um, I also think that she shares a lot of her personal self. And I think that that can make a big difference too, is when you share your own story and what you experience and the way that you view the world, it can also resonate with other people to feel comfortable enough to share too. And she also has this ability in her communities to make people feel like it's safe to be able to ask questions or have opinions about the conversations that they're having. She also makes space in her conversations that allow other people to communicate. It's never a space where you could think that you're going to a panel and there's experts there. And there were. There were experts on the panel who had all these different life experiences that they were sharing about. And Jenny opened up the floor probably five times to see if anyone had anything that they wanted to add. She's so aware of the people that are a part of her experience, her event, her community, that she opens it up to know what other people are thinking too. And I think that that provides spaces where people feel welcome enough to talk about things. And that creates magical conversations, in my opinion about a variety of different pieces. And then once all of those conversations happen, it almost like opens your brain to be able to understand the experiences of other people that you may not have had because there are a lot of spaces where people don't have the safety to be able to talk about all of the things that they're going through. And I think that that's just so impressive and incredible that she's able to do that. So shout out to Jenny for that amazing area. And I guess my tip there (laughs) 
not that this is a tip episode, but just having awareness of your community and always finding spaces where you're able to ask others how they relate to what's going on in the conversation and opening up space so that other people can be a part of the conversation as well. Because I think that that's just like, that's where the magic happens, you know? With that being said, if you have anything to say, please reach out to me and let me know or come on and we'll chat about it because there's always space here for you. (laughs) And then the final piece about community that stood out to me in these conversations that really like pulled it all together for me was Katrina. Katrina Bell of the Copper Bell Candle Company, which if you haven't bought one yet, go do that. Katrina talked a lot about both like out loud, but also just insinuated throughout the conversation about the impact of her community on her business. And I think that as entrepreneurs that listen to this podcast or even just people in general, if you're thinking about starting a business, your community has to be forefront, front of mind, always at the front and having them involved can be a make or break for you. With Katrina, she's just such an excellent example of she's more concerned Obviously, she wants to sell candles, which she said, but if you're reaching out to her and you're having a conversation with her, she's so aware of the human experience and she is more concerned about relationships than she is about whether or not you're going to buy a candle from her because that is who she is as a person and she values community. I'm putting words in her mouth, but I assume that these are correct. Katrina, if they're not, please let me know. (laughs) But I just think that the way that she approaches her business you can follow her on Instagram and you'll see that she asks questions in her stories if she has to make a decision or she shares she shares what she's thinking so that other people can comment on it. And I think that very successful businesses, especially ones that I'm watching frequently and often, are always concerned about the consumer. And there's a, I think it's very easy in a business to be able to sell just want to sell things. You just want to make money. You just want to do X, Y, Z because you want to make money. And I think that the most successful businesses know that there are humans buying the things that that they're selling. And those humans are also wanting things. And so if you ask the humans what they're looking for or what their problems are or what the, the solutions that they need are, then you find answers to your business. It can be so powerful in moving the needle for you as a person because you then know your audience well and they know you and they respect you and they are a part of your your lifestyle there. But they also, they buy into it because they want to support you. They want to know who you are. They want to do things that they can do to, to help you. And then they know that you're looking out for them too, which... If you're asking me what I think about X, Y, and Z, and I'm your customer, I'm like, oh, you're actually trying to make this better for me. So I think that that's something that we all need to keep in mind when it comes to the customer in a business is like, those are communities too. They are a different type of community because there's a transaction there, but there's a transaction in most communities. You just don't necessarily see it, but they also are a group of people that are buying into something that you really care a lot about. And I think that that's something that we can't lose sight of as business owners because we need to be able to really understand the people that we're serving. And then as a consumer, I think it's our responsibility to create spaces where we feel comfortable enough to be getting to know the communities that we're a part of by our purchases. So 
is inclusivity an important factor for you? Is sustainability an important factor for you? I think that we need to be really aware of where we're spending our money because that makes an impact on the economy and so many other things in this world. So on both sides of the coin, having a community aspect to your business or the businesses that you support can be super, super valuable. So those are all of my thoughts on community. (laughs) I think I've said the word about 500 times at this point, but it's something that I really love and it's something that I'm looking to explore even more. And I have a few ideas up my sleeve about different ways that I can create community in different parts of my life and then also just flow in further into the communities that really bring me joy. So I'm going to leave you with a question today, which is where do you find the most community? Where do you find the most valuable communities in your life and how can you spend more time creating connections through them? What do you think came up from our previous conversations? Was there anything that stood out to you? If there was, send me a message. You can always find me at Kirstie McNabney or at Thinking About Podcasts on Instagram. Thank you for listening. And if you're willing to support this community, here's my shameless plug. Please share it on Instagram or any other social or rate, review, and subscribe because it helps me grow so that we can continue these types of conversations. I appreciate you for being here and spending time with me today, and I look forward to all of the exciting things that we will be sharing over the next few months, so stay tuned and have a wonderful week.